Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? And as a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. Middle of February. No announcements yet? Come on, what are we doing here? This is crazy. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Oh, man, we are getting close though i do feel like we're gonna we get are. a little something because there's um there's been some rumors kicking around i've seen stuff on the interwebs i i lurk in the shadows i don't really comment i i check the message boards <laughs> i check all the discords i do all that crazy stuff i'm in there but i don't really communicate with others but i i've seen chatter kind of pick up a little bit and there has been some cool interesting stuff that we're not gonna really talk about this week i want to i want to have enough rumors and stuff to talk about like a full episode on so we can kind of discuss that maybe next week if there's enough stuff to to really get into but this week this idea kind of came to me while we were recording last week's episode and that was when we were talking about you know possibly mashing up vanity ball with seek and destroy or something like that and it got me thinking of what other past houses and or scare zones could we really kind of mash up they might not have to be connected by any means but just theme wise, you know, are there certain characters that look cool that we want to see in a different environment? Is there, you know, a way to connect, you know, certain things from the past to the future and kind of bring stuff up to speed a little bit. So we kind of came up with this concept uh, a couple days ago and we were like, you know, what, let's, let's run with that. So we're presenting to you seven, I believe it is. Jamie, you have three, I have four. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to bring to you seven new concepts that kind of take some older original properties, mash them together. And I'm curious. I, I, Jamie was getting mad because she didn't want she wanted to tell me her. She was so surprised. <laughs> but I was like, no, just wait. Just wait. He never wants so I, to. He never wants to share the before. <laughs> no, I'm not a I'm not a present shaker. I don't I don't need to do that. <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, yes. Um. So we don't know each other's concepts. So I'm be curious if there's anything that overlaps or stuff like that. So we'll kind of one at a time go through our little ideas. I didn't do, f- you know, a crazy breakdown of what these concepts are, but I, I have reasons for why they are paired together. So I, this is a good little concept. I didn't want to do too many because I think this is a fun concept to revisit in the future because there's plenty to choose from obviously not everything has to go with everything but these are just some fun little ideas to get us through these quote-unquote off-season months Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm excited to get into it before that let me crack my beer open i thought i had finished all of my sam adams winter beers but there was still a couple stragglers in there so Mm -hmm. i'm topping that off i got my little sam adams winter lager uh this is just that little festive style beer i'm hoping it's still it still smells decent, so we should be able to rock and roll with this thing tonight. Winter but lager. once my fridge is empty, that means I can restock it. Exactly. We've been slacking. I've been slacking, at least in the uh, beer drinking department. It has been busy. A busy couple busy. months for us. I feel like that always happens with the holidays. You're like, yeah, you know, once Christmas ends, it'll it'll kind of slow down. And then you're like, oh, well, right. once New Year's ends, it'll kind of slow down. And <laughs> then you have 
trips and all kinds of stuff. And even before the holidays, it's it's horror night season from September mm-hmm. all the way through October, and then Halloween's big, and then right into Thanksgiving, and then right into Christmas, and yeah, blah, blah, blah. it's mm-hmm. boring and all that fun stuff. So if we yeah, if no, we had this, more um, space, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was gonna say the beer is not skunked and tastes good. That's good. I was gonna say if we had more space when we were in California, we did hit a couple fun breweries out there that had some pretty good stuff that we could have taken home, but we also had many other trinkets and things and shopping sprees that we went on, so we didn't have as much room to take stuff home. And I don't know how that works. I don't think you'd be able to take it home. You can't bring beer. Ah, uh, liquids. Liquids oh, that's like we're you that's know, true. Have travel yeah. But yeah, no, good amount of breweries in San Fran. It was mm-hmm. a nice little, you were kind of getting bored with me picking breweries. I was picking a lot of, as many breweries <laughs> like, as I could find. Like, where do you, you want to go do tonight? tonight? <laughs> check, it out, check it out this place. And I was like, another brewery, huh? <laughs> no, mm. but they were good, the ones that we went to. All right. So I guess I should just kind of kick this off. I was going to say, we'll you kinda, started off. Yeah, we'll go back and forth a little bit. This one was interesting. Um, all right, I'll just jump into it. What if we mashed up Dark Zodiac okay. from 32 mm-hmm. and put it with Dead Waters 27? You could have that, you know, New Orleans swampy style thing where these Zodiac creatures sort of have broken into our realm mm-hmm. because of some sort of like voodoo curse gone wrong or, you know, something that's like a classic tale as old as time especially in the horror realm you're messing with something you don't really fully understand and then you have Mm -hmm. to deal with all the repercussions of it i just i I really like that vibe that like cursed new orleans bayou-y style vibe and we haven't you know really gotten to dive into that sense really dead waters and i feel like we were dancing around it a little bit last year with all like the voodoo dr oddfellow like there was like the Zodiac, there was like elements there that were, were reminiscent to a point, but we haven't really dove back into it. Maybe it's recency because last week we were talking about the voodoo queen a little bit and we it kind of got my the wheels turning. Got but, you inspired. <laughs> yeah. And and Dark Zodiac was, again, a zone that we'll just say it's it disappointed. I think the expectations were so high. The character designs were really cool. But other than that, the story just sort of fell flat and it was just this weird like you know, cobweb of connection to Dr. Oddfellow is like, well, is the power of the Zodiac. So here's like Zodiac creatures. There you go. <laughs> like it just didn't yeah. fully, fully work. But if you could tie those characters into something else, like they're in their own powerful realm of, of, you know, astrological power, you know, full beings or something like that. I'd I'd like to see some story of like, you know, a curse or magic gone wrong and they've mm-hmm. broken through the barrier. It's almost like insidious ish okay. where it's like they're, you know, they're in the the further and they, they need something to latch them into the other world. And then once they get there, it's just kind of they're kind of wreaking havoc a little bit. But I want to set it in the Bayou style area. Mm-hmm. I like that because it gives a little bit of a story to it because I feel like that was the biggest letdown of Zodiac because like you said, I feel like it was just mostly like Zodiac characters in the zone with the chainsaw. So it didn't really have too much going for it for the backstory that we like to see with some of the other houses and scare zones. And personally, I really like that whole Louisiana Bayou vibe kind of stuff like that. And I feel like 
Dead Water, thinking about it now, I feel like Dead Waters is kind of the only thing we had similar to that. I want to say maybe in the earlier years, they had some sort of like zombie gras or something. Yep. They had like zombie that, that, gras. That's what I thought. They also had the Bayou of Blood scare Bayou, zone and that branched yes. that branched into Dead Waters. So that was mm-hmm. that's like the same world. Um, but yeah, I don't we haven't really had anything since 27 in that. Yeah. You know evil Mardi Gras style world. <laughs> I don't think we really need zombie gras back again because no. <laughs> you know they're just putting zombies on everything and calling it a specialty. But yeah, I, I like when there's a true story there. And I, yes. I I would like to see that. I do like that. That's a good idea. See, I feel like the disclaimer I have to have, I was trying to think of like houses for this that I feel like could houses and scare zones, I guess, because I used a couple of each that could kind of like mesh too well together and i feel like every time you think of these episodes ideas i think way too into it and way too hard and i'm like man <laughs> hopefully these are good and then you come out with this elaborate backstory you're like yeah i don't really i didn't really go too much into it about the deep thought about what i was gonna <laughs> how i was gonna oh. describe it and i'm like damn i had like two sentences i'm really gonna have to fucking talk this up <laughs> well I, I did the same thing that you're describing because every single house idea i have is one sentence yeah. so i'm just kind of elaborating as Free i go it, I'm, right yeah, I'm just really winging it on this one. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like that one. And it's it's tough, too, when you're thinking about these because you don't want to pick stuff that's like too similar because then it ends up just being that thing. You know, yeah. if you took stuff like, you know, the you know the harvest and wicked growth, it's like it's it's pretty much the same thing at this point. Right. So mm-hmm. it's almost I have. My other three are two are not related at all, um, but I kind of find a way to make it fun. And the other one's like, it's almost there, but no, that's what, that's my, that's my first one. And, you know, the dark Zodiac waters. Uh-huh. I like, see, um, you're, God, maybe I was off on this because mine are kind of similar. So, which is good though. So I'm glad we're going to kind of have different stuff or stuff that could be interpreted differently, I guess. Yeah. So let's get into your first one then. Okay. So for the first one, I did the original scary tales the first iteration of scary tales and a mashup with the tooth fairy house okay yeah and so for the little blurbs that i put for the little inserts keep the same storybook style setting as tooth fairy kind of when you're walking through and you can hear over the speakers or whatever they have them kind of like telling the story Young of James the, 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 exactly <laughs> keep the storybook style setting as tooth fairy but with the same characters as scary tales and make the storyline as you're, I was trying to explain it. I think it's easier for me to explain it than how I wrote it. But kind of as if you're walking like through a dream. And when you're walking through the beginning of the house, kind of with the um, storybook tiles that they had with Tooth Fairy, it could be them like telling you a bed, bedtime story. And you could use the storyteller interpreted in this as well, which is what I wanted to add too. And she could kind of be telling the story to put you in a dream. And you're put in this dreamlike state. And you're kind of walking in the dream through the house with the different characters that were kind of like incorporated in scary tales. I know they kind of used Alice in Wonderland um, characters. They use some of like the more like nursery rhyme characters and stuff like that. But I thought that would kind of be a cool concept, something different. I really like the whole dream state niche or fever dreamy kind of stuff. I've always thought that kind of stuff really like creeps me out, like kind of like back rooms kind of stuff. So I thought that would be kind of a fun one to do. Kind of like the classic Macaulay Culkin movie, the page master. I've never seen that. Oh my god! There's funny fun fact for you guys. There's as much as I enjoy movies, I feel like 
I haven't seen a decent amount of movies as well. Nick's definitely the movie buff here. <laughs> that will have to be on the uh, the page. The re- I've heard of the, it. The I've watch list. All right. Yes, it is a <laughs> absolute. As what these these young kids call banger. Banger. Nice. A banger. <laughs> um, I like that one a lot. That was really cool. I and I figured I kind of thought you'd go somewhere like tooth. Not Tooth Fairy, but like the scary tale stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I left those off my list because I, I didn't want to really double up on stuff. Yeah. But I I mean, there's two, you know, let's call them franchises within mm-hmm. that HHN originals with that being mm-hmm. scary tales and slaughter cinema that like people just are clamoring for. Like exactly. there's these, there's a, a want there in the community to revisit these because they are so open ended. It's you could have it's like the universal monster story where it's just, you could have the banner of universal monsters and not really have it be too repetitive and boring where same thing with scary tales. You can do all kinds of different fairy tales. Same thing with slaughter cinema. You can just make up more ridiculous, you know, B grade horror style stuff and, and really not get too boring Mm -hmm. over time, even though you're repeating something that's very similar. Mm-hmm. And you could even use like Tooth Fairy characters, or I was trying to think of more like one-off characters, not like holiday representation, like Santa Claus, or the Easter Bunny and stuff like that. But you could do like the Tooth Fairy, you could kind of do the Sandman to kind of interpret with that dream feel and stuff like that. I was trying to think of more that could be like those limbo characters or ideas that they've had, but I think that'd be a fun one. Nice little mashup. I would, l- I would like a Sandman style house because mm-hmm. it, it fits in that. It's not really quite a fairy tale, but it's like just like a I don't know if it's an ur- it's not really an urban legend either. Like I don't know the, the proper keeper. term for it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like know like the, the proper of nursery book rhymes. I don't yeah, know so I don't I don't know what it falls under, mm-hmm. but it's it's like everybody's heard of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. just not you don't read a bedtime story about the, yeah. the whatever it is the sand what is it the Sandman yeah Sandman 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 yeah I like that yeah. So for my, for my next one, mm-hmm. I mashed up something I've talked about a lot that I want to see return as a house, and that would be an arcade from mm-hmm. HHN 29. Mm-hmm. And I would put that with run blood, sweat and fears from 25. So I would take that concept of like it's a TV show, much like I think we talked about last week, that Nick Arcade style TV show from back in the day where it put you in a video game and it was like all green screens and stuff like that. I would do something similar to that where it's like you're inside of these arcade consoles. You're inside the video game world and it's that TV show of like, you know, gone bad where it's very Nick arcadey, but they are actually trying to kill you. And once you're out, you're out of lives, you're done. And I would make it very just trippy colors, very like heavy eight, like pixely style, just like old NES style Mm-hmm. versions where you could get really funky with the the character design you can get really weird with like the transitions from one game to another which is like your rooms your room would switch you'd sort of go through different levels you'd have different bosses you could get really cool with like the sound effects like i'm thinking like how dueling dragons had a lot of just that i don't know the proper term but i, I refer to it as like the running sound where it, it just the sound continues through the hallway yeah. you could have stuff I don't know. I I love the whole arcade style aspect of things. I'd love to see an arcade brought back in some capacity because they have the they have the creativity to do it for sure. 
Yeah. I just don't know if they were too high on the concept to ever quote unquote, call it up to the big leagues. But I just, that, that event overall was one of, one of my favorites in that, that zone set the tone for the whole event. So to bring that back in a house fashion, I do think it would have to be in some sort of year where that eighties nostalgia plays a factor, but I just, I'd love to see like a video game TV show kind of thing mm-hmm. play out. Yeah. As to, you know, me as someone who loves anything to do with arcades and nostalgic consoles and games, I think that would be awesome. And it's fun to think about too, because there's different ways you could interpret it when you think of like, being put into a video game. I remember when I was a kid, some of my favorite episodes, and I'd remember them so well from like Courage the Cowardly Dog or like the Fairly Odd Parents. There was always a lot of those episodes in those different shows that would kind of like bring you into a video game and you would be in the, be in the video game and you would have those three lives to go through it. And I just always remember it being so techy and like pixely and kind of like that like cyborg aspect. So you could interpret it like that or like you were saying the 80s like arcade style, which I love too, to mash up and arcade in it more, which would be really fun as well. But I feel like it's everyone's like everyone's always thought at some point in their life, no matter what kind of game they play, they were like, man, it was just so cool to like be in a video game. And it'd be it would be an enjoyable house, I feel like for a lot of people. It'd be well well received. Again, I'm gonna reference another Eh, not so classic movie, but no. Frankie Muniz in Stay Alive. <laughs> no. You ever seen that one? Not, not, ring, not ringing a bell. Not ringing a bell. It's a pretty not great horror movie uh, where they get sucked into, like they, they start, it's almost like a video game that kills. It's kind of like Jum- if Jumanji was a video game. Okay. Like they got, they get, start playing this horror video game. Hmm. But it's real life. So if they die, they die in real life. And it's oh, like that sounds familiar, I think. And it kind of, again, bleeds into reality. I think it's like a witch style character who comes to life. It's it's I liked it, but it's not a good movie at all. Like mm-hmm. it probably does not hold up. I remember just enjoying it more because I liked the concept. Yeah, but it's just another cheesy mid to early 2000s like mm-hmm. bad horror movie that just kind mm-hmm. of they all fall together at that point. Yeah, that sounds but, yeah that's what I have. Show. So the Anarchade, you know, blood, sweat and fears mashup would be mm-hmm. something right up my alley. I like that. Well, my next one's going to be you really called me out on this one. Nick, you really did saying you didn't want to combine stuff that was too similar. <laughs> These ones are a little similar, but you're going to see where I was trying to grow, go with it, too, because there's some characters I wanted to bring in that haven't gotten their chance. So to also very well received houses. I know you enjoy both of these very much, and so does Seamus. Um, it's going <laughs> kind of basic, but it's going to be Wicked Growth combined with Scarecrow, the Reaping, but keep the same scariness and the same style that you had in Scarecrow, but add in that backstory of the Pumpkin Lord, make him more prevalent in the house, and then also since we talked about it on the previous episode that I had as well, bring in Nathaniel Crow somehow and kind of finally give him his chance to have his own sort of house or own sort of spotlight. You could have it kind of set up too. It doesn't exactly have to be that like viney style from Wicked Growth or like the barns and hay and straw from Scarecrow, that kind of like farmer style. It could be too kind of how the story of Nathaniel Crow was. It could kind of start out being at Jack's Carnival and kind of telling his story, whole storyline going through of how, Everything perished, the pumpkins took them over, all that kind of stuff. So 
I thought that would be an interesting one. Like you said, it was a little similar to both of them, but I wanted to use it somehow because I was really inspired after reading the little icon blurb about him and I thought it'd be interesting. Yeah, it could sort of be like a like a revisited sequel, I guess. Yeah. Uh, like I would almost make it so that like Nathaniel Crow was the Scarecrow or something like something that, like, and he's been yes. living on the lands. And this is, and, and I like the idea of doing the house where Pumpkin Lord is obviously grown now. You know, Wicked mm-hmm. Growth was the process of of creating mm-hmm. this character, and you didn't really get him till the end. So, like, mm-hmm. to have a Pumpkin Lord style figure throughout the house would be good. And again, like maybe somehow explaining and tying in that, you know, Nathaniel Crow was the scarecrow and now he's like come back and he's, you know, he's still on the land or whatever. And there's a way to bring that character to life and, you know, have them do battle. <laughs> I, like I don't it. know if that's where you were going with it, but that, no, I, that was the concept I had. No, I do like that. That's why once I describe things to you, I feel like you kind of know where I'm going with it. So I, I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> no, I like that. I, I do think like that Nathaniel Crow character, I, I don't know if it'll ever get revisited, but there's like a cool history there that, you know, they spent so much time creating and, and tying in. And again, much like That's what I'm saying. I said with, with an arcade being like, it probably has to come at a year where 80s prevalent. I feel like Nathaniel Crow has to be at a year where like Halloween's prevalent. Mm-hmm. so we'll see if we kind of ever see that again but mm-hmm. I, i'd like to obviously wicked growth was one of the probably most successful houses in recent history yeah. people have been clamoring for it. it was so successful that they made pumpkin lord an icon for the following year at 31 so it's just i'm sure in due time we will revisit the uh the old pumpkin patch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right my next one this one is ridiculous I like ridiculous. That's okay. This is taking a pretty successful, scary-ish house. I don't know if it's super, super loved, but Mm -hmm. and mashing it up and creating just the ultimate campy, ridiculous concept. And that is taking Ghost Town, the Curse of Lightning Gulch from 26. Okay. And mashing it with (laughs) Invasion from 27. The scare zone. The so super going to be aliens and cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I like I it. Want, I want it to be like just like this. You know, it starts out normal. It's mm-hmm. just like this western town, mm-hmm. but there's like a crash landing of the UFO. But then it, it just becomes. It, there's obviously scares in there because you can have you know the aliens lurking around the western town. You, it kind of plays on that, like just two crazy concepts going together. You could have like the saloon fight with the, these guys shooting out towards aliens and mm-hmm. you have bullets versus lasers and stuff like that. But I just wanted to also have that super campy comedy style where there's just like aliens wearing a cowboy outfit or something like that. Like, I just want it to be like so over the top ridiculous that it's mm-hmm. like people will not stop talking about this house. It's like it's that. scary, but still very, very ridiculous and funny. And yeah. that's something I feel like HHN, you know, doesn't do. Obviously they'll never do a goddamn Cowboys versus aliens house, but like, that's just something I feel like they haven't really done where it's just like something super ridiculous. I right. would say like treaks and foons is like as close to like super camp. Obviously killer clowns was very successful, but that was an IP, not an original. So I just talking it through, I don't have anything like immediately coming to the, you know, the to mind of something 
that crazy that they've attempted. Everything obviously is very scary and spooky and fun and stuff yeah. like that. But I just want a cowboy alien house so bad. I like <laughs> just it. when I started looking at him. I'm like, what can I pair Ghost Town up with? And I was like, well, you know, there's not much like Western stuff. Like there's not much stuff that's like even in that realm. I'm sure I could play with some other stuff. But then I saw Invasion. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. this is sitting right there for me. Right this is right there. there. I got to take it. <laughs> I got it. I got to find a way to make money off of this. It's just simply too good. It's simply no, too I, good. I really like that, though. And I think that's. I feel like maybe there's a movie, Cowboys and Aliens. Something's with Cowboys and Aliens or something along that line. So I feel like oh, that I'm would sure definitely there's plenty be of those. that. I was going to say that would definitely be like the fun house. But I could see it working, though. That's that's the that's the worst part is I could see it working. <laughs> Just being so over the top ridiculous. But like you said, I feel like the costuming would be really nice. I feel like they could have a storyline following it. The aliens crash into Lightning Gulch with their spaceship and take over and it's a battle royale. I could see it. Yeah, I mean, there I'm is intrigued. a movie, Cowboys and Aliens. I knew it's, it. Um, I knew it. I was gonna say this sounds really familiar. And <laughs> the cat, it's 2011. It's Daniel Craig and Harrison Ford. Like it's a stacked cast. Damn, I don't know what the they. Idea. I don't know what they thought they were getting themselves into by being in a movie called Cowboys and Aliens or Cowboys versus Aliens. Oh, that's funny. Whatever it was, but yeah, it was a. Uh, it was oh my god, it was directed by John Favreau as well. Wow. This thing was stacked. It had Sam Rockwell, Olivia Wilde in it, Paul Dano. Wow. Does it have good reviews? Eh. Eh. <laughs> eh. I think it did okay, but the thing the budget was 163 million and it made 174 million, so it did not do well at all. It barely <laughs> broke even. Yeah, I was That's just what happens say. when you make a $150 million movie about cowboys and aliens. Right. It's just not gonna hit. No. Um don't don't let that to tear you away from doing this as a house HHN. I swear mm-hmm. people will love it. This is the crowd. The only people that paid for it. that movie were probably the same people that go to the Horror Nights. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what I want. I want a super campy Western like town it. invaded. Mm-hmm. So what's what do you got for us next? So I was originally going to use a different one, but then the hamster wheel got turning a little bit, thinking of something more on the creative side. What if... <laughs> This one's kind of a little ridiculous, too. I had to use my vamp somehow. Just really wanted to use the vamp somehow. Love it. Just had to. So what if we did vamp 55, scare zone, combine, mashup with psychoscarapy? So what I was thinking in my head, at the crazy asylum, they're having their kind of like little... It's still based in the 50s. It's going to be based in the 50s, but... At the asylum, they're having their 50s dance, maybe for all the patients, something like that. <laughs> the vampires crash the party, start attacking the patients. I'm, t- I'm kind of torn if I would either want them to team up and attack the staff and take over. But what I was more so leaning towards is once the vamps would attack the patients, bite them, everyone, they would all turn into 50s vamps. And I'll take over the so that's kind of where I got with that one. But I, I was really I was thinking about it, and if I had more time to think about it, I feel like it would sound better than how I'm explaining it. But I've in the previous years when I've gone to Halloween Horror Nights when I was younger in the early years, I was a big scaredy cat. So I had like gone. 
I think two different times when they had different iterations of psychoscarapy and I chickened out and I never went in them. So I'd really like to see it back so I could finally do it because <laughs> whenever we'd went and I never wanted to go in the houses, my dad's like, we're never coming back here again and spending this money. And, and look at me now. It's crazy. <laughs> but psychoscarapy <laughs> was always the one. I had a really weird fear of skeletons when I was younger. And I remember I was, I went the year psychoscarapy home for the holidays and I remember the front queue was just the fucking like Christmas skeleton. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely not. <laughs> so I'd like to see that mashup somehow. I think that'd be fun. And I love Vamp 55. I think other than 69, it was probably one of my favorite iterations of the Vamp Scare Zones. Yeah, there's a couple ways that that could be like played with too. Like mm-hmm. you could have it like the patients like maybe are almost like in Freddy versus Jason. They're mm-hmm. taking the medicine to like to tear all the dreams yeah. they could like these could be vampires that have been giving medicine to not be vampires and oh. something happens and they one breaks out or you know something happens and they kind of mm-hmm. come back to light as vampires and start taking over the guards i like where you're um, going with that or you could have something like where they're like all the patients like talk uh, they're crazy and they're talking about vampires but obviously nobody believes them because they're crazy and then something does you know, infest or infect the, like the asylum and stuff like that. Sounds a little bit better than my uh, Shady Brook Asylum spring fling, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, this is orange is the new black. I don't think the, <laughs> the people in the the crazy home are getting fifties dances like as prom. I mean, I feel like dances were like the icon of the fifties. Like that was the big thing for them. So maybe they did the fifties. Yeah, I don't know about inside the insane asylum. Like, you know what? You guys have been a little less crazy this week. We're going to throw you a 50s dance. Blow it out. No lobotomies this week. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. You guys did not kill any guards this week. Good good patience. Good, good patience. I just really want the 50s aesthetic back somehow. I just love it. And mixed with the vampires, it's just chef's kiss. It truly was. Truly is. Yeah, there, there's definitely a way to involve that. I'm, I'm very yeah. curious if they will ever do a vamp house. I don't think they will. Yeah. You don't th- I think really? it would be fun because you have so many cool settings, but yeah. it just is a scare zone idea. Like, that's just what it is. It's a stage mm-hmm. setup, it's costumes, and then that's it. There's really not much story to it. Yeah. If any of them really had a story, I would say it would have been last year, Summer Blood, because it has that story tied in of, like, you know, the the two two factions, really. You had the vamps, and then you had the, um, what were they, the werewolves, the, mm-hmm. the blood suckers or something like that, I think. Yeah. I forget the, the name of the, the biker I game. Do too. Yeah. But it's it. there's there's you know a story there more than just oh vampires in the 80s, vampires mm-hmm. in the 50s, vampires yeah. in the 80s or 60s mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh but yeah, that would be interesting to see that kind of come to light in an actual house fashion. Mm-hmm. I'd, be, I'd be down to see that. All right. I think this is our last one. This is a quick episode because we're just kind of another one after this. I, I got some more ideas rolling. If you want to do one more, you got another one. Okay. <laughs> so well then maybe. I, I have, I have my last idea that I have written down. Okay. Um, if you want to spitball after that, feel free. Um, but mm-hmm. I kind of used up all the brain power I had left for the day. I feel bad. Just four simple ideas. <laughs> I talk too fast. This is this episode was quicker than I thought. I'm like, man, now I got to scramble. Let me let me think of something else. HHN wiki, please. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this one, interesting. I, I I think there's a way to connect it where it's not as ridiculous as cowboys and aliens, but that would be taking puppet theater from HHN 30 and putting it with Vanity Ball from 29. 
So it's sort of like a gore galore, mm-hmm. like puppet, like house. I don't, I wouldn't have it as like a, a roaming theater, but it's almost like the the people that ran the Vanity Ball have created these puppets out of humans and mm-hmm. like self mutilated them into beauty and have them sort of as like a fashion like display essentially you could even be like a burlesque show kind of thing i don't yeah, know like, that like theater ambiance kind of like gives me that vibe i would have it be like this weird underground private thing where it's like you know the high class society comes to the vanity ball you know mm-hmm. theater or whatever mm-hmm. and it's these people are essentially put on display it's like this unknown society or whatever and people can either purchase these puppets or or what have you and but they're like still alive like i want him to be like that weird like you're you're buying a human but it's like more of a decoration and with all the modifications they make it's all just like this crazy mutilated fashion mm-hmm. and i just think that would be fun i i don't know how else to kind of go into it but the theater as you know the puppet theater aspect you're taking the theater putting it into the vanity ball and you're making these essentially human mannequins in fashion form yeah a much function there it's more just fashion i like that a lot though because i was really trying to think it's funny that you use those two i was trying to think of some way to incorporate puppet theater into something and vanity ball into something because i feel like those were both well we got the house for puppet theater but i feel like vanity ball was such a strong zone in the sense that i really enjoyed it i thought it was great i loved the scare actors in it i liked the design of it the runway setup so it would be nice to see and i know we've talked about it before in the past about wanting it to get its own house so i i like where you're going with that yeah it's i mean that's another one that's just another thing we talked about you know scary tales and slaughter cinema being like just asked for mm-hmm. vanity ball i think is up there as well i think that's something that people want to see return and I don't want to see it return as a scare zone again, just because it's I, I, I don't want it to turn into the vamp where it's like mm-hmm. just a different iteration of the same thing. It's fun, but it kind of kills a zone. I want to see something original. I want this as a house that weird, really fever dreamy, really grotesque mutilation. Just yeah. it's just this weird, like almost hostile style situation where these they're, they're you know, taking these people and performing these procedures on them where. Mm-hmm. They're kind of just confusing these characters where they're like, you know, test subjects, essentially. They're signing up right. for stuff. They don't know what it is because they're at their wits end with life or whatever. They have nothing else going for them. So they sign up for this thinking it's going to change their life. And lo and behold, they just end up being, you know, turned into these deformed, you know, quote unquote, beautiful figures mm-hmm. by these these masterminds behind the vanity ball. Yeah. And you can kind of play on that because the vanity ball is like. In that, if you put it into a house, like the whole ball aspect of it, you know, that's not something you got from the the scare zone. It was more just a runway, but you could have this as a you know dance, a big event ball kind of thing, a big gala, mm-hmm. if you will. But I putting that like, with puppet theater, you can use that. Yeah, because I feel like puppet theater was such a. I think that's a good word. Is it extravagant? Such an extravagant house. It was so beautiful, and I feel like same thing with vanity. Um, vanity ball was just so extravagant with how it was and just over the top. So I think they could go well together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, did you happen to whip up another one? No, no, it sounds stupid. I don't okay. want to use yeah. <laughs> oh, What's the stupid one? <laughs> no, I was trying to think of some way to incorporate um, 
sweet revenge with HR Blood and Guts, but I would some way somehow because he's only had a uh ho- ho- the holidays of horror um house, so I was trying to think of some way to interpret them because I feel like I could see those two characters working very well together. Just the way mm-hmm. seeing HR Blood and Guts was in that house and seeing the way that Mr. Sweets was in the scare zone. I feel like they'd get along. I feel like they'd share a bond. So I'd like to see them was, good somehow. But I was trying to think of ways to get Sweet Revenge involved too. And I think yeah. I'm sure there's one out there, right? Mm-hmm. There's got to be something in the depths of mm-hmm. history where it's like, this could work really cool. You could mash it with an IP. I was thinking about that. We didn't really mash anything with IPs. I feel like that'd be a little bit harder. But if you really wanted to, when I think of it, I feel like just thinking of the big sweets factory and stuff like that, I, for some reason, immediately immediately go to Chucky and like the doll factory and stuff like that. So- oh, God. The last thing we need is anything combined with Chucky. Hey, I'm not a Chucky hater. I know you are, but it's okay. <laughs> Don't fuck with the chalk. He could be his little his little minion, Mr. Sweets' minion. Yeah, yeah, he could be something, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I think Sweets could go well with something. Uh, yeah. And again, like we said earlier, this is just kind of a test of this idea, and we'll we'll revisit this idea again yeah. because Sweets is something that uh, I don't think as many people are asking for it just yet because it's mm-hmm. so soon, but it lends itself perfectly to a house. Yeah. But, I was also yeah. going to say, just for a funny one, that you could... <laughs> mashup shipyard 32 and hellblock i feel like those kind of gave off the same vibe too yeah it's pretty much the same goddamn hodgepodge of make a little better chaos yeah that is i don't know if better i don't know if they're salvaging the shipyard i don't know i mean you could do shipyard like just the idea of a shipyard shipyard could have been so good exactly it is cool it's just it's it was wasted potential Mm -hmm. for sure because you know, when I, when we heard the concept, I know we're getting off the rails a little bit, but mm-hmm. when when we heard the concept, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool," like you know, yeah. like that. And then it just just did not work. At you could all. even they could have like they could even incorporate if they really wanted to, and if it was executed well enough, they could do shipyard with dead man's, which I think a could little work bit. Some, you know what? Somehow. I just thought of one too. Uh, <laughs> um, this is fun. I like this one. <laughs> shipyard thirty two. Yep. But mix it with uh, Vikings undead. So it's not like a, That's it's obviously a not one. a modern, it's not a modern shipyard, mm-hmm. but it's old like Nordic style and they are shipping these, you know, ridiculous mythical style creatures or, or something like that. You know, you could have that, that weird, you know, monster-esque stuff and it's almost like the, you know, the Vikings uh, like village on the water yeah. is now under attack and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. See the ball gets once we started talking about him, I feel like the ball really got rolling. That's <laughs> what I needed. It for does. If we, I'm sure if we had a list in front of us of different stuff, I'd be yeah. able to start picking them off now. But now right. it's like, eh, I like these, but I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of wait on a couple more because yeah. this is a fun concept, and I want I want Seamus is gonna come up with some crazy ideas. I'm sure. So we'll yeah. we'll we'll wait to do this again when he's back. Uh, but this was a fun one. These are just. Great filler episodes, I'd say. Mm-hmm. We're Definitely. so close. Um, I'm sure we're we're going to be getting announcements soon. And like I said, I know there's been some rumors and and some stuff. So I think we're almost back in season where we can bring back our speculation scuttlebutt. I haven't uh, said those words in a long time. How I miss I haven't it. said those words. When I, I was doing it. some research for the episode today, I was sitting on our patio watching old HHN videos. And I was like, man. What what do I do to go to a, to go to Horror Nights right now? 
peak until time. it's the third week of September, and you're like, why are you going to Horror Nights again right now this week? Yeah. You've gone three times Literally. this week. Nick's got go to sleep. You're tired. Like, a lot of I know, stamina in him. I'll tell him that. But it's gonna be over soon. <laughs> I know, and I always kick myself in the butt because I feel like you're definitely the one. You could you could stay all night if you wanted to. I'm a grandma. I get tired. I'm in bed by like ten thirty. I feel like. <laughs> but oh, I do stay I all night. <laughs> like I'm leaving. I'm like it. okay, I'm gonna go right? shove another funnel cake down my throat <laughs> and eat another carnival hot dog and run <laughs> the same house forty, you know, fourteen <laughs> more times. <laughs> it is fun having Mardi Gras, though. I know you haven't been yet but i briefly i know i briefly went after work the other day for an hour or two and i got to check out the tribute store a little bit there's a lot of people in it so it's kind of crowded but giving big dead man's vibes i think you're really gonna like it Mm, i may go over um Mm -hmm. i know our 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 podcast friends the haunt girls have are reaching their one year uh very soon and i know that they're doing a little get together kind of thing Mm -hmm. on sunday so i may may sneak over to to universal because mm-hmm. a i miss universal i haven't been and i mm-hmm. miss all the little horror nights people i do you know, we don't see we don't see everybody as often as we'd like you know during mm-hmm. the off season you always are like oh yes we'll do this we'll do this and then yeah. life gets in the way it just mm-hmm. happens you know mm-hmm. you don't see those people as frequently or as often uh and those two months are very very cherished memories of seeing yeah. all those people so it'd be nice to see some faces again mid-season and kind of say what's up to everybody and we're all off right. on sunday so why not <laughs> and i'm off on sunday and we're sure. off <laughs> Um, horror movie of the week. So I haven't really watched all of this. Really, I've been like kind of living vicariously through the announcements mm-hmm. um, of Spookala. So Spookala, if you are not familiar, is a little horror con that's put on. You know, either in Ocala or Tampa. This this go around, it's in the uh, Florida State Fairgrounds, April fifth to the seventh. But they've just been dropping so many announcements of Scream, and I've just been dying to get back into the Scream franchise this mm-hmm. week has been crazy and I haven't been able to watch as much TV as I normally do uh, but Scream I mean I'm going to start watching that this week to jump back in the franchise so that mm-hmm. way when when Spook Halla rolls around I'm just like oh I'm in my moment it is exciting but have you watched any any horror movie of the week or anything like that I've been I also finished like finished up Dahmer I know I mentioned that last week and I was mm-hmm. kind of revisiting that on the plane ride home which I'm sure People were like, what the fuck is this kid watching on his phone? <laughs> I watched the black phone last time we were on the plane. <laughs> the last trips, they were probably like, ooh. But I have, I feel like I haven't really watched anything. Today, I was trying to get inspiration for our Shutter Sunday of something to watch. And I began, I'm not sure how many people are in this movie, but I know a few people who enjoy it. And it's a more of an 80s cult classic I get, but of Night of the Demons. And I've always heard people liked it, so I try to get into it. It was a little slow at the start, but basically a big 80s horny teens demons it's pretty cool but i couldn't really get into as much so i don't think we're gonna use that one for shutter sunday but haven't really been watching too much this week either we've been working so it's been kind of tough stupid work stupid work no one likes work (laughs) just get more everybody who listens to this make one other person listen to this and make that person it's like a pyramid scheme but it's not a pyramid Right. So just just do that. Make everybody listen so that way I don't have to work my job anymore. You don't got to give us money. <laughs> no, no, no. Make the other people give us money. That's how it works. <laughs> it's not a pyramid screen. It's like a triangle. Like there's one guy at the top and then you get two people below him and then you get the other people below that person. But it's not a pyramid scheme. I've been oh, watching too man. much. It's always sunny. I was just going to say, why does that sound so familiar? It's always sunny. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
that and the office when Michael falls for the pyramid scheme. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our horror movie of the week that we were kind of watching over. That mm-hmm. is the whole discussion of the week where we're talking about mashups. If you have any other mashups that you kind of are feeling, let us know on Twitter or Instagram. You can find us there, Fear and Beer Pod. Um, but man, like I said, I said last week, I'll say it, I'm going to keep saying it until we get some some concrete news or anything like that. But it is coming. It's coming very fast because before you know it, we're going to be in March. And that's when stuff really starts leaking out. That speculation yeah. map version one should be coming around, coming around the corner, I'd say. But that about wraps it up. So until next time, this is Nick. This is Jamie. Happy haunts. It's cursed. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out. Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.